And so the focus is really to build, you know, what we like to say is like an unstoppable team. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Hi, this is Joseph Ogin. And I'm a product manager. I built platforms used by AOL, Coca-Cola, and National Geographic. I love listening to We Are LA Tech because Esprit and her team really make it easy for us to understand the LA Tech community and really break down how companies and users can utilize this new emerging technologies to build businesses and connect with their communities can follow me online at josephhogin.com. That's Joseph Hogin, H-O-L-G-U-I-N.com. Join thousands of people in LA Tech on our We Are LA Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. Today's personal spot is more of a warning. There has been this agency spamming all of our podcast guests. Their name is Oscar Hamilton. If you receive a message from Oscar Hamilton, they're just trying to get thousands of dollars out of you. I have no relation to Oscar Hamilton. I've never talked to Oscar Hamilton. It's gross and disgusting. They've been sending out mass messages to all of our guests. They've obviously been scraping the internet. It's a huge shame, especially when I put so much heart and soul behind championing all of you and this gross company just thinks they could use some quote-unquote growth hack to scrape the internet, send insincere emails to a bunch of people suggesting they're interested in a quote-unquote collaboration when really they're just trying to get thousands of dollars out of you. So I've posted this on all my social and I'm hoping... No one becomes like a victim of this kind of false marketing, false communication. And it really just saddens me the lack of integrity that some people feel has to be done to grow their business. There's so many authentic ways to communicate with others. I'm not against reaching out to a lot of people. If you reach out to people in a genuine way, I'm not against helping elevate people on podcasts if you do it in an integrity-driven way. But, you know, to suggest that you listen to an episode when you haven't listened to an episode because how could you possibly listen to over 700 episodes and send that same email to every single person? So that's just an obvious, like, lie. And then to say that you have a collaboration in mind, which is also not true, just really breaks my heart. It's really... I don't know. It really messes with me. So please, please disregard any emails from them. I don't know them. I don't endorse them. I don't care for them. And all I want to do with every single thing that we produce is champion and celebrate you. You do not need to pay to be on podcasts. All right. Enjoy the next episode. 
the We Are LA Tech podcast, celebrating LA Tech companies and talent. So excited for our next guest, who has been a champion of the LA Tech community himself. Welcome, Jeff. Hi. How's it going? It's going. Did I blow out your eardrums? Not at all, but that is a lot of energy. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff. Tech scenes. I know it's not happening right now, but you were so deep into elevating the tech community. I want to hear about, you know, what you are doing now, what tech scenes was about, but to kick things off, go ahead and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah. My name is Jeff Martin, CEO, founder of a company called Collective Genius, and we build unstoppable teams for venture-backed technology companies. I'm based in the Thousand Oaks, Westlake Village area, and we work with LA companies as well as companies from East to West Coast. Why LA for you? Like, why do you think LA is a great place to be a founder, especially in this time of the pandemic? It's getting a little bit murky of like, what is the value proposition of Los Angeles? What do you think the value proposition of Los Angeles is still or will be? I think great talent migrates to great locations. And I think LA is still a great location. And I know like great talent migrates here. I'm originally from the Midwest. I was never planning on moving to LA, even though as a kid, I was really into, you know, the karate kid and surfing and skating and wish I lived in LA. Um, (laughs) It wasn't until my wife decided that she wanted to move out here. uh, And that we call that the three-year conversation. And I was at the time filming tech Three scenes. conversation. Yeah. yeah. Funny. Uh, I was filming tech scenes at the time where I fly around and talk to CEO founders and investors and learn about the city that they live in. And I was doing a few cities and LA was one of the cities. And uh, I got to meet you during that process. And when I came to LA and I learned about LA, you know, asking all those questions that all the people that I had on the show, me personally just felt like this is a, such a great city and community. Um, it's so massive. There's so many different talented people here and there's so many awesome organizations that are being developed here. That was the end of the three-year conversation. I think when I went back home, maybe we should give LA a shot, you know, Los Angeles a shot. So uh, we came out here and that would be, it'll be four years in August. And okay, the, you may have no answer to this question, but I'm going to go uh, ahead and ask you. How do you stay connected to the LA community right now during these virtual times? Do you have a resource or is it kind of just stalemate at the moment? Well, I think one, I was very active and was willing to drive anywhere at any time. Like when I first got here to really plug myself into the community. And I think that really helped. Now I work with most of the venture firms in the LA area. um, And a lot of our work comes from referrals from the venture firms. I actually do some of our peak planning with some of the firms as well. And so there's a connection there still. So when they're funding companies or companies are getting funded, they usually want to double down and build that team. So then they're going to do planning. And so I've been getting connected. So that's been really helpful is just leveraging that network and staying uh, focused with that. Techstars, I'm a mentor of Techstars uh, Music, LA, um, and Space. Um, in, in the Los Angeles area. So all three of those. Um, so that keeps me connected to that community as well. Even though that's been virtual and a lot of those companies are not from LA, that's helped me stay connected with those people in that community as well. I think Techstars is a great organization. I'm glad you brought it up. Tell me about tech scenes and specifically related to LA. How did you utilize tech scenes to help elevate the community here? 
Well, for me, I just really wanted to tell the, and, and learn, honestly, the story of LA and LA tech, right? So when I came here, it was really trying to identify before I came here, is to identify, you know, who are the people that are really making big moves and who are those CEOs, those founders, uh, the investors and other community makers like yourself. And I wanted to get the story of LA from them. And that, that's what I was really on the hunt for. In the process, it, it sold me, right? <laughs> um, but, you know, so understand why LA is great, what makes it a great city, what's unique about the people and the talent that are here, and what are the things that they're building. And I was able to kind of unearth that story. And I was hoping that story would be helpful for other people. I get emails and messages from, from people that have watched those shows and moved here. You know, like, um, yeah. or people that are like, I'm new here. And so I'm just watching tech scenes in LA just to see like what's happening. Now those shows are, you know, a couple of years old now, but some of those companies have gone on and done some pretty cool things. And, totally. Know, hop, skip, hop, skip drives. One of them. I mean, they, uh, obviously the pandemic was really I think that was female founded too, right? Oh yeah. Joanna. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I had her on, they're a great company, you know, believe me, you're going to be hearing really great things about them uh, in this coming year as well, they're back at it. So, and you had some of the most elite investors on your show too. It's, it was really, it was really beautiful how you told the, the full picture of what's happening in our LA tech culture. And now you're helping accelerate venture back companies forward in a more personable way. Not so not as a media company, but really like getting into the nitty gritty of the operations of their business. So share with us a little bit about that. Over the last 20 years, I've been working with venture-backed technology companies. I've been in them. I played a variety of roles from CEO, founder, biz dev, chief of staff. And along the way, I picked up a lot of interesting things that have worked really well in those companies. And so what we designed over the last handful of years is what we call the peak operating system. And so when the executive team disappears and they go do that offsite, you know, right. um, and the magic happens. I'm the person in that room. I guess I'm the magician. No. So we take those teams and those leadership teams and we help facilitate and walk them through a process to develop their three-year vision. So where they're going with the company. Um, And we help them figure out their one-year plan. Like what do they want to accomplish and what success look like by the end of the year. And then we drill it down and we use OKRs, objectives and key results and help them build their quarterly plan. So the next 90 days, what are the most important things that we want to focus on as a company and in each of the functional areas of their business? And then we give them tools to help execute on that plan. So a weekly meeting format and other tools to keep the team really, when they go through planning, it's all about creating alignment. So we all agree where we're going. And then once we have agreement on alignment, then we can create focus and then accountability. And so through the planning process, it's all about alignment, focus, and accountability. And then as they're operating and executing, it's keeping that cadence, a weekly cadence of alignment, focus, and accountability and 90-day planning cycles. So we come in and we facilitate annual planning and we'll come back on and do quarterly planning sessions with the team as well. And so the focus is really to build, you know, what we like to say is like an unstoppable team. And and what would you say are some of the things that are really just high resources here in Los Angeles? Like some of the things we may not be aware of, maybe some of the venture capital firms that you're like should really look into getting back. There's quite a few new venture capital firms popping up that 
are interesting, solely focused on Los Angeles. What are the resources that you're aware of, whether it be venture capital or outside of that? What should we be tapping into? We are LA Tech, obviously. It's a great resource. Thank you. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I think Techstars is amazing. Like if you're an early stage founder, be looking at those programs. And there's other programs. Fusion LA has a program. I mean, I think that's Israel-focused program. Um, any of these incubators operate in Orange County is great. Like there's a lot of these like resources that are really cultivating early stage companies and helping yeah. those founders and they're providing these tools and resources and funding. Totally. Um, and then, you know, you have the great, you know, the cross cuts of the world and upfront and gray crofts, you know, as you start to scale and, and become bigger as, as a general entrepreneur, maybe you're not in tech or kind of a general entrepreneur. There's entrepreneurs organization in LA, which is a huge chapter. Yeah. Um, and, and they EO. have an accelerator. Yeah. EO. And uh, they also have EO, uh, EO accelerator as well for earlier stage businesses. Um, they have tons of resources. Um, I was a member, member of EO and served on the global board uh, for over a decade. Big fan. There's the Vistage and the YPOs and WPOs mm-hmm. out there as well. What is the end result for the companies you work with? Like you're partnered with the venture capital firms and you're really focused in on venture back companies and helping them streamline operations. So like when someone works with you at the end of it, what is the like that happens? Right, right. (laughs) So it's a process, but you know, when the first time that we work with a company and their executive team, they'll walk out and they'll be aligned on where they're going to be in the next three years. So they can be very specific. They can tell a very specific story about what our revenues look like. You know, what's our products gonna look, product looks like? What's sales look like? What each functional area of the business, they can explain what that's gonna look like three years out. And that team's gonna be aligned around that. So they all know, we use the analogy of peak. So, you know, we're gonna put a stake at the top of the mountain and that's the peak. And we're gonna get that team aligned around what that looks like. We're gonna have the conversations. We can do a lot of pre-work leading up to the session. Uh, but in the session, it's a lot of conversations and defining what that is and getting agreements on what that is. And then you never climb straight to the peak of the mountain. You always climb the base camp first, right? Mm-hmm. And so base camp to us is the one-year plan. So now that we know that big picture of where they're going, uh, we've defined that. We align them to that. Now we define like what success by the end of the year. So what success look like for the organization as far as funding is typically an area that we look at, what sales look like, you know, hiring, you know, what are the functional areas and what success look like in those functional areas? We define those objectives in those companies. So they walk out with a three-year vision aligned, a one-year plan and what their focus is over the next 90 days. So they can bring it back into the organization and roll it out and get everybody aligned around that, the rest of the people in the organization and focused on really implementing that. And then it's the tools that we give them to keep that alignment because the reality is it's not a straight line to base camp into the three year the peak of the mountain. Things are going to get off track. So how do you get them back on track? And so that's what that weekly meeting cadence is all about is keeping the team on course and on track. And that's like they always say the hardest thing is executing the plan. And so that's where we really dig in. That's where the actual magic happens. (laughs) Right. And so we actually, um, an awesome tool that we're using, and I think they're actually based in uh, OC, is called Kajabi. It's mm-hmm. a company called Kajabi. And they are uh, based in Orange County. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so we actually built all our methodology of peak and our operating system of peak. We have over a hundred guided videos, tools, and resources built in Kajabi on a, a, a tool that we call Rucksack. 
so people can subscribe to Rucksack, implement all the methodologies and tools that we use with these companies on their own, or they can hire us to come in and help them facilitate it. And where do you think our LA tech community is headed? Like, what do you think LA will potentially look like post pandemic if there is such a thing? (laughs) (laughs) Like when we actually could see one another in person again, or even, even, I don't know, it feels like LA is so hardcore stringent about not connecting in person. I can't even imagine that world happening again. (laughs) Right. It, but well, I don't think, happened. I don't think, you know, the world I live in is companies that are pre-seed to like series C and, you know, in, I kind of live in that world and those companies haven't stopped. They yeah. haven't stopped. So many companies that I've been working with have been doing amazing over this period of time. Obviously they had to make a lot of changes and, and figure out a new path to get to where they want to go. But the purpose, the why, the reason yeah. why that they started these businesses, that's, you know, it feels like they're even more empowered to like accomplish that vision that they have they just needed to change what they're doing and how they're going to do it so i really think those companies have been and those founders and those teams have been moving ahead and 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 doing really well and i think it's just going to grow and continue to do that and i think we're going to see a lot more people i think you know i know people have zoom fatigue but i think it's amazing uh you know every call i have now is a zoom you know where i would have had a first phone call with somebody and then Maybe we'd have a meeting or we just go straight to Zoom. And I think yeah. I've developed so many more relationships so much faster. Um, it's kind of sitting in like a virtual coffee shop all day and just meeting new people. I think it's been a positive thing. I've had to change what I do and how I work as well. Like right. our planning sessions, I used to do face-to-face with the whole team in a room. You know, we couldn't do that over the last nine months or how many, how long this has ever been going on. What a month, a, a year. And so Too I, long. You know, I do, yeah, I've been doing those on Zoom. And I've actually found some innovation around that where I break up the sections and I give them pre-work. And like, I think we're, we're actually having better success with the teams in the format that we're doing now than we did uh, in the past. That said, I think there's also a lot of like companies that are, you know, anytime there's, you know, people laid off and things like that, you know, some people really grip onto doing their own thing. So I think there's going to be some new entrepreneurs out there. Um, you know, people looking for new opportunities and seeing opportunity. And LA is not shy about trying something new. You know, I don't think other, I mean, I'm from the Midwest. People are much more conservative about going out on your own and doing something. You know, they, they, you know, across central U.S., they call them entrepreneurs. Out here, you know, we call them founders, right? Because they find things, they find ideas and they find people and they find capital and they find all sorts of things that they need to, you know, create these companies. Totally. And it's a selfish question I, I ask because it doesn't necessarily have to do with LA, but other than Kajabi, what is your favorite tool? Can be mobile app, website. That was my favorite tool. Kajabi. You know, they used to call me Kajabi girl. I discovered Kajabi when Kajabi was like a day old and, or maybe it wasn't even launched yet. And uh, so, yeah, I used to be called Kajabi girl. That's funny. No, you know, honestly, that is my favorite product that I'm using right now, just because the functionality in that product is so robust. They're ahead of me on everything that we're doing with Rucksack and the the tools. I'm not using all of it yet because I can't move that fast. The price point is great. And every single, all the functionality that they have is amazing on that. And they're creating so many founders. 
there's so many people that have started businesses on that. I mean, it's amazing. That technology is, there's so many. One note about Kajabi that I really, really love. It's one of the things I respect about them most is they have something called the Kajabi Heroes program where they literally elevate their own internal Kajabi community so that people could succeed more and more. And they give you like really interactive resources to be able to succeed. So I I love that whole Kajabi hero, Kajabi university. I think any company that gets like their company is about, you know, that, that saying that is probably true. This is, Sort of related, sort of not. Like if the product is free, the people is the product. Like you are the product if it's free. Right. But also like related to people, which is shitty, but related to people, I think companies forget their company exists because of the people, like regardless paid or not. And so you should always as a company be championing people because Again, in a free thing, like the Googles of the world, you are the product, but still, I think we have to understand as, you know, executives and founders and, and creatives, like at the end of the day, it's like those celebrities thanking their fans, you know, like they would not be a celebrity if they didn't have fandom. Like we would not have a company if we didn't have human beings utilizing our company. So how do we continue to appreciate and enhance those human beings and elevate them so that the world that we're creating for our companies really thrives? Does that make sense? That was so wordy. I said that in a really wordy way, but yeah. That's why we called Collective Genius, Collective Genius. I mean, that was before we really even knew what we were doing and what, where we're going to go. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was really serendipitous that we came up with Collective Genius is the fact that together we can just do more and we can alone. And so it's always been people-centered. I used to tell yeah. people my Venn diagram is people, people, and people. Ha! I love that. <laughs> I just, I love that. I think, yeah, yes, yes, and yes. Any last thoughts before we start to wrap up? First of all, how can people connect with you? Yeah, they can connect with us online at collective-genius.com. It's our website. Uh, There's tons of resources in there and some free resources in there, but there's also ways that you can reach out directly to us. How about connecting with you? Are you on LinkedIn? Yep, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. Can you spell your Um, your social handle and your name for everybody? Yes, my name is Jeff Martin, J-E-F-F-M-A-R-T-I-N. Say Jeff Martin and Collective Genius, and I'm probably going to pop up Twitter. I'm lead underscore by underscore change, lead by change. Super exclusive. Me on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Jeff, for hanging out with the We Are Light Tech podcast and for featuring me on Tech Scenes back in the day. That was really exciting. You guys, if you haven't checked out Tech Scenes, it's extremely well done. It was really, really great way. I think it's still a great way to tap in to what we stand for as an LA tech culture. And, um, And if you're looking... If you just raised money or if you're about to raise money and you're looking to make sure that you are efficient with that money that you raise so that you could win this game of entrepreneurship, you know, definitely reach out to Collective Genius and to Jeff. And it takes a village, not just to raise a kid, but to raise a company. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jeff, so much. I will see you guys in the next episode. Be sure to connect on Instagram, on Twitter, on social, on at We Are LA Tech and to connect and collaborate with the LA Tech community, go to wearelatech.com slash community. Wearelatech.com slash community takes you straight to the Facebook group. I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye-bye. 
My name is Jeff Martin. I am the CEO and founder of Collective Genius. We build high-performing teams for venture-backed technology companies. I'm based in Thousand Oaks, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Community spotlight coordination by Anna Freeberg. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production.